Students, welcome to another week of Gospel Answers. What is the name of our, I keep messing up every week, the name of our podcast, Brother Wing, what is it? Answers to Gospel Questions. Answers to Gospel Questions. I'm Brother Lawson. I'm here with Brother Wing, who knows the name of our podcast. Happy Monday uh, to you, Brother Wing. How's it going? It's going good. It's going good. It's a little chilly. Uh, well, in the mornings, but oh. in the evenings or afternoons, I'm all good. It is it is pumpkin spice season. Uh, I'm hoping you are. It's amazing how how many products can contain pumpkin spice and why you can only have pumpkin spice in October and November is beyond me. But just like eggnog at Christmas time. Oh, yeah. I'm actually a big eggnog fan. A lot of people think that's disgusting, but I love me some eggnog. Hey, uh, you might feel like we're dancing around the subject of this week, but we're not. We're not. We just we love the fall. Uh, we love eggnog. But the topic this week is a pretty serious one, and it's one that uh, students, I know that you have questions about. And so Fat Friday will be an important day for you. You can make sure you're sending in questions this week because we can explore them uh, this week in uh and who knows? We'll we'll see. We we might have to do a, a few more podcasts on this uh, this week. But we're going to talk about uh, the church, the gospel, and LGBTQ plus issues, um, and and questions all of the the surround all of those. So I want to start off, Brother Wing, today by just kind of giving you a little case study, right? Uh, just to get everybody, you and everybody else, kind of thinking about this uh, about this topic. So we're going to say this guy's name is uh, Tim. All right. Tim is a returned missionary. He's a temple worker and he's an elders quorum president. I mean, this guy's legit. He also, he can't remember a single time in his life where he uh, was romantically attracted to a girl. He has same gender attraction. So growing up in the church, he's heard some members teach that being gay is a sin. And Tim has tried to change his thoughts so he could change his feelings, but feels guilty that he's been unable to do so. Uh, he's prayed to have these feelings taken away. He loves the gospel, and he's never thought that he would leave the church. He has serious concerns, however, about where he fits in uh, at church and, and how he fits into the plan of salvation. And then uh, you knowing all this, he comes to you and, and asks you this question. Says, hey, what are your thoughts on this? What can you help me out with? I mean, students, what would you say to Tim? Well, this week as we uh, discuss LGBTQ plus issues and the gospel, hopefully some ideas will come into your mind and some truths will be taught that will help you uh, in, in this regard. First and foremost, Brother Wing, I think it's important that we establish a, a premise, Uh when we're dealing with situations like Tim or when we have questions that like Tim would have. Uh, and the premise is, is that God loves all of his children, meaning you and me and everybody, every person on this earth is a child of God. And he loves all of them, regardless of their sexual or gender, non-gender preference. And he's also provided a way for each of us uh, to make and keep covenants, regardless of, of any other thing that's going on in, in our lives. I think that's an important premise to remember. What do you think about that, Brother Wing? Yeah, I, I believe that's where we would start um, with this and where, you know, 
if Tim had asked me that question, that's where I think I would, would start to say, you're, you're first, let's hold to what you know is true. Kind of like we've heard so many other times on this or any other issue, like you're going to hold to what you know is true as you try to sort out the really complex and confusing and unanswered questions that we have um, in life. Life is just tough and, and difficult. And there's tons of issues that we would say, I don't know everything about this topic. Uh, but so while we work on that, hold to what you know is right. Don't abandon that. And, and I think another point to be made that goes along with your premise is that Tim would want to, um, above all things, identify as a child of God. What difference, like, I'm interested in that, brother. So what difference would it make for Tim uh, if he identifies as a child of God dealing with this issue? Yeah, then he, he understands that uh, God knows everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, no, I'm going to say first, he's going to understand that God has perfect love for him. Yeah. And, and he's going to be able to open himself more to that love when he identifies that way. And then he's also going to understand that he doesn't know everything, but that God does know everything. And so he can appeal to God for help and guidance and comfort. Um, he can, he can ha- receive revelation to understand, understand things going on in his life better uh, than he does now, uh, as, as we all would with any other situation. And so I think that's going to get him on a, on a healthy and a safe place to then go about dealing with difficult things in his life. I love that. I think, I think that's absolutely true. I like the word that you're using healthy. I think if we have a healthy connection to our father in heaven, uh, people can say a lot of stuff, right? And I'm sure it's, uh, and, it, and it's always going to be hurtful, but what people say and how people treat us and, and the things that we don't understand, uh, those things are melt away a lot easier when we have a healthy connection to our father in heaven. When we don't have, when we lose our focus on, on God or the savior, then when we hear people say things about us uh, or about um, our, you know, who they think we are, that can, that can be pretty spiritually devastating. But if we can be, if, if our testimonies are independent uh, and our connection of God to God and the Savior, independent of what other people think about us, or what, um, or even what we misunderstand or don't understand about the gospel, then then I think we're going to be okay uh, in this situations. So I think it's important to recognize also as we're talking about LGBTQ plus issues that. In the pre-mortal life, we weren't without, without challenges. We had challenges there. And we also knew that we we're going to come to a circumstance here on, on earth that there would be further challenges. And I don't know how well we understood those challenges. I imagine we couldn't understand them fully because we didn't have physical bodies. We didn't know what that was going to be like. But we were up for the challenge, whatever that was. And I don't know. I don't know if, you know, even if God lined us all up and said, here's what your challenges are going to be. Here's how you're going to be different. You know, Brother Lawson, you're going to be pigeon-toed and you're going to have to deal with that your whole life. I, I don't know if um, if even knowing that in the pre-mortal life would make any difference to us now, right? Sometimes, I, you know, you hear people say, oh, I, I knew the challenges I had in the pre-mortal life and, and I accepted those challenges and 
my thought is, well, you know, big deal. I mean, you, you're in the, you're in the pre-mortal life. You weren't in mortality. And so uh, who knows? So I could be totally wrong on that, but, um, but we signed up for this, for this circumstance where things were going to be difficult and keeping the commandments was going to be difficult. Um, Adam fell, we know, and Adam fell, the men might be and men are, they might have joy. And we shouted for joy to come to the earth. But then when we got to earth and things weren't, things got hard, maybe those shouts were not as loud as, as they were in the, in the pre-mortal life. But we did have, we, it was important to us and it was important to Heavenly Father that we have agency to choose. And regardless of how we feel inside uh, about any issue um, or things that we are attracted to or people we're attracted to or uh, substances that we're attracted to, regardless of any of those things, God provided a way for us to keep his commandments. And he also provided a way for us to overcome sin when we broke commandments. And that was the atonement of his son, Jesus Christ. And so it's important to realize this. I love the scripture in Alma chapter 7, verse 11 and 12, one of my favorite scriptures. Listen to this in context of our discussion about LGBT plus issues in the gospel. Alma taught this about the Savior. And he, meaning the Savior, shall go forth suffering pains and afflictions and temptations of every kind. And this, that the word might be fulfilled, which saith, he will take upon him the pains and the sicknesses of his people. I really like that, that thought that it wasn't just the pains and afflictions of sins, but also the temptations of every kind. There's not a single temptation or pain or affliction that the Savior hasn't experienced. And why did he do that? Verse 12 um, he will take upon him death that he may loose the bands of death, which bind his people. And he will take upon him their infirmities that his bowels may be filled with mercy according to the flesh, that he may know according to the flesh how to succor or run to to help his people concerning their infirmities. So uh, in, con in, in context of the LGBT uh uh, plus issues, Q plus issues that we're talking about today, the Savior understands that. He understands what it's like to be a member of the church and to have same-sex attraction. He experienced those temptations and feelings and all that stuff in the Garden uh, of Gethsemane and on the cross so that he might know how to help those who have those same infirmities and same questions and same feelings. Uh, what do you think, Brother Wing? I've been talking a lot. Go ahead and jump in here. What do you think? I love the the focus on the Savior is is the solution. And so many times, you know, President Nelson uh, made that statement before the um, the joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances yeah. of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. And then that was repeated um, multiple times in this last general conference by others. And certainly that is where we go with the uh, difficulties, confusions, uh, in Elder Renlund's words, the infuriating unfairness. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine how many uh, feel that way about this topic or, or, or other topics like this, that, that there's this unfairness, this mistreatment, this, this uh, harsh 
labeling and, and, uh, and just super unkind treatment. Um, and that we, where do we go with that? And where do we go with situations like that? We turn to him who can understand it and, and can help us through it and has the power to help us through that. So, um, whatever we do, whatever, however we go about trying to find answers or find help or figure out what to do in life, we're going to, we're going to build on the foundation of Christ um, and, and put our focus and center on him. And then uh, we're, in a, we're in a great place to then go about dealing with whatever it is that we're facing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and like was said in, in conference, unity on issues and uh, is probably never going to happen. And, pol- and politics and things like that, unity isn't, isn't going to happen until who knows when. But but we do know that we can be unified, that the gospel can unify us. And if our if everyone's focus is on the Savior, we can be unified on, on him. And so we were talking earlier, Brother Wing, about distractions and how Satan seeks to distract us from the Savior. Um, and and somebody, someone who has same gender attraction, somebody who uh, a member of the church who just doesn't understand same gender attraction they can uh, they can become distracted and lose their focus on the Savior and kind of like Peter start to sink a little bit. How do you see uh, how do you see Satan working to distract people from from believing that they're children of God and being focused on the Savior, especially with this issue? What do you think? I think anger is one of them. You know, there's a lot of stirring up to anger, and I think that can uh, interfere with our ability to listen to the Holy ghost and receive truth, uh, that way. Another one that is just interesting to me is that, you know, um, it it would be pretty offensive. You know, it would be pretty offensive to say to someone, Hey, just, just don't be, don't be gay, you know, or or just choose, choose not to have these feel, you know, these feelings (laughs) that'd be, that'd be super offensive, you know? and, And, uh, and, and wrong in so, in so many ways to say that. And yet, I think it would be also just as offensive, if not more offensive, to say, hey, just choose not to be a child of God or, you know, right. like, <laughs> like give up on, on your spiritual life or, or give up what you know about right. God or believe about him or, you know, choose not to be a Christian or, or you know, choose not to. I mean, these are, there's, there's some things that we know spiritually and believe and feel, and they're, they're just as real, uh, as these other experiences that we have in mortality. And, and to just cast those aside, uh, would be, would be a very offensive thing to try to try to uh, manipulate someone to do. I'm right. just as manipulative on the other end of trying to say that they don't have these other feelings or attractions, you know? So like, basically, uh, what I'm saying is, is, is who are you? Like, let's, Let's identify that. And it goes back to the idea of identify as a child of God um, and, uh, and, and build on truth that you know and, and recognize that nobody knows everything about mortality or about our spiritual life or beyond this, you know, before we came or after, after we die. We don't know everything, but we know some things and we'll hold to those some things and go forward. I like that. I think that that's one of Satan's first tactics is 
telling somebody you know, who's experiencing same gender attraction or LGBTQ issues, any of those issues, the first thing that Satan whispers in there is, well, you can't, you can't be a member of Jesus Christ church then. You can't, you, you can't uh, keep your covenants. You, you can't believe that Joseph Smith is a prophet anymore. You're going to have to, you're going to have to abandon those, that, that testimony that you've had before. And so, uh, and start sowing that contention. And I like that phrase that you use, that scriptural phrase, stirring up. This will be an interesting week. We're going to talk again uh, on Wednesday. We'll continue this discussion on um, LGBTQ plus issues in the gospel and feel free to send in questions this is a this is a serious uh topic and one that i know that you have questions about and so we're happy to explore them on the podcast but until wednesday we love your guts everybody stay righteous